break my record. Now I break you. Like I break your friend. Time to separate the men from the boys. Baby, I need some action tonight! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian, and of course, always with me is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Good, man. Ready to get some Van Damage. Ready to go to 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 the Kumite? Yep. I'm ready to fight to survive, or however that song went. <laughs> uh, really quick, man. Shout out to the League of Geeks. Um, did they just stop all their Van Damme movies? I need to yeah. get one of them. <laughs> when when they got to the the not so good later ones, just think they had enough. <laughs> well, they did. They did a good run. They they did a lot. <laughs> so yeah, their their blood sport review is amazing, especially <laughs> when Steve does his uh, Van Dam voice. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, if you guys didn't know by now, we are talking about 1988's classic blood sport. The Kumate, the world's ultimate competition. The true story of a contest so deadly it must be held in total secrecy. Now, one American has come to this hidden location to win the toughest battle of hand-to-hand full-contact karate. Martial arts sensation Jean-Claude Van Damme fights to be world champion in Bloodsport Rated R. Starts Friday at select theaters. All right, Google. U.S. soldier Frank Dukes has come to Hong Kong to be accepted into the Kumite, a highly secret and extremely violent martial arts competition, while trying to gain access to the underground world of clandestine fighters. He has to also avoid military officers who consider him to be AWOL. After enduring a difficult training and beginning A romance with a journalist, Janice Kent. Frank is given the opportunity (laughs) to fight, but can he survive? Okay. Of course, IMDb shortens it up. Bloodsport follows Frank Dukes, an American martial arts serving in the military who decides to leave the army to compete in a martial arts tournament in Hong Kong where he fights to the... Click on the thing... To the death, to there oh, we go. Where fights to the death can occur. Okay. Only this, one person died in this. <laughs> yeah. This stars, of course. There we go. Jean Claude Van Damme, Donald Gibb. My phone just froze up. Sorry, everybody. Leah Aries, Norman Burton, Forrest Whitaker, young Forrest Whitaker, Roy Chiao, Ronnie Gill, Philip Chan, Bolo Young, and a whole bunch of other people. This is directed by Newt Arnold. Ness, start us off. 
All right. I saw this. Um, I don't know if it was the night it came out, but it, it was when it did its first uh, theater run. Um, we were watching, uh, I think this was his second movie, wasn't it? Um, I think after No Retreat, No Surrender. Yeah, I believe this was the second. All right. Well, we're going to have to do that one. Uh, boys and girls, because <laughs> that movie is amazing, <laughs> especially when their version of Bruce Lee shows up. <laughs> ah, if you haven't seen seen that one yet, um, <laughs> go over to you. It's on there. Or if you have Tubi or one of those ones, but I don't think you want to sit through ads. But anyway, um. No Retreat, No Surrender, that was a, a drive-in movie we seen, and I was like, what the hell is this? But Van Damme stood out to me, because he was the, the Russian bad guy. Lines were minimal in that one, but I was like, okay, cool. I mean, this guy kicks ass, but then uh, this movie came out, and I was like, oh, sweet. So... Uh, one of my buddies was like, oh man, uh, he just loves martial arts movies. So we're like, come on, let's go see it. So, uh, we went down to the theater and we seen it and I was like, man, this is awesome. I'm like, this was my beginning for the love of Van Damme. It, it went away in the nineties, early two thousands, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm, I'm in. So, cause I was like, this, this movie's awesome. It's just uh, a tournament kicking ass, but then we had the uh, the the games going, the arcade games like Yield, Kung Fu, and I don't think Street Fighter and all that was out yet. But whatever the earlier Kung Fu fighting games, and they were terrible. Well, they were awesome when we were growing up, but and it was always these tournament fighting things. So we're like, oh sweet, this is awesome. Um, and we watched it, and we just left the theater charged. We were out in the street uh, doing our kung fu moves. Like, every time we leave a martial arts film, and I was just, man, this is awesome. And I just couldn't wait to see more of what Van Damme had to offer as the years came, went on. But this whole movie was awesome. The only person I knew, or two people in this that I knew of um, who they were, was uh, Forrest Whitaker and... Um, uh, Tanaka was that his name? Um, what was his? Uh, yeah, Tanaka, uh, Roy Chiao or whatever. That was um, Lao Che from uh, Temple of Doom, and from the beginning, <laughs> that was him. Oh, and as well as um, Leah Aries, she was in other things, but um, Donald Gibb, aka Ogre from uh, Revenge of the Nerds, um. And Bolo Young, of course. Like I think I said that, but I mean, that, that was it. I was like, okay, I've seen these guys in other movies before, especially Bolo Young. That was another another character that, all right, man, he kicked ass at the. Well, he kicked ass in Enter the Dragon, but he actually he only had like maybe what two fights in that when he fought um, when he killed yeah. when he killed the. The security guards that failed, and then when he fought John Saxon, <laughs> that was it. I mean, he was just like the muscle standing around. He didn't really do much, but yeah, he had about ten minutes of screen time. <laughs> yeah. So, but this movie was hella good, and this is one of those ones I can just throw in and, and watch if I just had nothing to watch. But 
I think out of all the Van Damme movies, um, this is one that I, th- I think I've seen the most. And uh, it ain't my favorite Van Damme movie, but this movie was awesome. And when uh, Ogre popped up on the screen, uh, Donald Gibb, uh, Ray Jackson, I was like, oh, sweet. I mean, is he just have to be the same character yes. in every movie? The big, tough, <laughs> badass? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least, at least he was able to, like, form sentences in this one, unlike Ogre, just nerds, you know. Just Speaking of that, I mean, the first one, awesome. I loved it. But he didn't seem uh, too stupid. He just looked like a big old giant football player. Because in the second uh, Revenge of the Nerds, that's when he got stupid and didn't know what was going on. I was like, ah, whatever. But I still love both of those movies. <laughs> but... Uh, this movie was awesome. All the the martial arts fighting in it was tough. I mean, the story wasn't the greatest. Um, There's a few plot holes in it, um, but it was what it was. It wasn't very long, was it? It was like an hour and a half? Yeah, hour and a half, hour and 32 minutes. But this is from the Canon Group. And of course, every time you see that, you know shit's going to get real. And it did. And speaking of real, especially with the fighting, I know you can see the, the things when they, they did miss, but the more... Uh, deadlier punches and kicks, but it looked like a lot of these guys were taking those shots. I mean, to make it uh, look more real, Cause especially during all the montages they had or with the fighting, it looks like they connected, especially with the slow motion. So, but um, martial arts gets an A. Acting, yeah, the, the C. I mean, especially Van Dam. I mean, he's he's been acting forever, but I mean, he's still like a robot. I never really. <laughs> got into <laughs> I could never really buy him as a serious actor. I mean, except for now let me take that back. That TV show that was on Amazon. Um uh was it just Van Dam or um, Van 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 Johnson? Yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh check that one out if you guys haven't seen it. But no, but this movie overall, it, it's an awesome film. I love this movie. When did you first see it? Oh, this was another one of those movies my dad introduced me to when I was probably too young to be watching it. Um, By far, my favorite Van Damme movie. I love everything about it. The fights are great. Yeah, the acting's not too good, but you you know, you don't you don't come into this movie looking for top notch acting. You know, you they give you the story and it's straightforward. Then you just get right into the tournament. And I love that you got all these. This was like mixed martial arts before mixed martial arts was big. You had all these different styles. And I just love all the characters um, coming into it. I didn't really know Van Damme. I knew I knew Ogre and uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker and, and of course, uh, Bolo Young from uh, Enter the Dragon. But this is, yeah, he won me over with with his moves because you love you love to see the the, the Van Dam scream, the the split <laughs> kicks, just all the the doing the splits on the the edge of a balcony for what I don't know, but uh, go ahead, I guess that's your thing. Uh, yeah, the the dim mock, the deaf touch, always <laughs> sticks out to me. Uh, yeah, love everything about this movie. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, Tanaka was Japanese, of course. Mm-hmm. 
and then they went into Hong Kong to fight. Yeah, I mean the story was wasn't really much. I mean, um, uh, U.S. Army Captain Frank Dukes. Oh wait, this is what I always forget about this. This was based on a true story. There is a Frank Dukes. That's a full of shit. It You're, is. It. He's. I'll send you some stuff. Frank Dukes is a. He's full of shit. Oh, he's just lying about all this. Yeah. <laughs> well, he made his money then. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so I guess even like his tournament trophies, I guess people found like receipts that, that he purchased them. Oh, man. Well, man, he had a good story. <laughs> and I'm sure he made a pretty penny because this movie is still playing and, uh, <laughs> and everything. Who knows what his contract was? But uh, that's news to me, everyone. I th- I thought it was real. Um, yeah, it, it bummed base. me out. It bummed me out when I first heard it. I was like, so he didn't win by fastest knockout with a punch. I was like, oh man. Yeah, because it was all that stuff at the end. Oh, he did this. He did this. This this, this and that. And I'm like, did these people not do the research? Or just canon films. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, you just want to see Van Damme kick ass. That's all you want to see. Um, really quick, the budget for this one was one point one point five to two point three million. That ain't much. Um, and it boxed off as fifty million. So it it made sequels, but nothing. And this was the only one that was in the theater. Uh, did you see any of the sequels? I didn't see any of them. I want to say. I seen the second one, but I don't remember anything about it. Because I don't even know who that guy is that's in the the next three, I think. Because um, uh, there was what? How many different Bloodsport movies? There was two, then there was Bloodsport three, then Bloodsport: The Dark Kumite, <laughs> and yeah. Um, this gentleman, Daniel Bernhardt, I guess. I don't know who he is, but he was in. Oh, that's who that. Okay, I know who this guy is. All right, well, ha, you make me watch those other, <laughs> other ones. But uh, he was in the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look for him now. But anyway, so Army, Army, U.S. Army Captain Frank Dukes. Um, he gets invited to this thing. Well, he was basically going to go fight to represent the his sensei, Senzo Tanaka from the Tanaka clan. But they do a um kind of a flashback to where the, the young version of Frank Dukes, played by Pierre Raffini. Uh, this is where Steve needs to be here to do the voice. Yeah, that kid. I don't know, man. I mean, if he's still acting, hey, good for you, kid. But um, I, I, this is this is what made me laugh. I don't know who the production people were. I don't know who were the ones that went out and got the costumes. But come on, this kid was wearing a San Francisco Giants hat and a New York Giants jersey. I'm like, oh, he just he just loved Giants. Period. <laughs> yes, man. Come on, pick a coast. You got West and East, but anyway. Oh, yeah, that kid couldn't act. (laughs) (laughs) um, For some reason, uh, Frank Dukes and his little gang uh, broke into Tanaka's house, and they were going to steal his um, katana sword. But um, 
he just kind of looked at it and I assume it was talking to him and he was like, no, put it back. Let's not take it. But then when they were all about to leave, um, Tanaka's son comes running in and kicks uh, Frank uh, in, in the stomach and he drops. And then instead of calling the cops, uh, Tanaka takes uh, Frank over to his parents and said, look, I want to teach him uh, uh, discipline and, and all that. And the way yeah. basically he needed his son needed a punching bag. <laughs> yeah, he's going to teach him martial science. <laughs> yeah. So a little montage of him getting beat up by uh, Tanaka's son. And then <laughs> <laughs> Frank was finally getting mad. Like, come on, you're supposed to be training me. Kind of like a Daniel uh, thing. You're training me, but I'm just getting beat up. And yeah, you always coach him. That's not. I was like, yeah, that's his son. I know. I'm like, <laughs> you you could be sitting in juvenile hall. <laughs> yeah, getting your ass beat. <laughs> uh, for this little, for the Tanaka's little, what was his name? Um, I don't uh. know. I, if they said it, I don't remember. Oh, uh, Shingo. Uh, Shingo, yeah. Um, he, uh, they don't even say how he died, did they? I swear, I always thought they said he died in a car accident. I don't Maybe I, I made that up or something, but rewatching it many times over, they just, he, they're just, he's dead. They don't say. Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, but, uh, for being, I assume, Tanaka's number one only student, or number one student, and and they got beat up by the little gang of white kids. And then... Uh, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> is your dad really teaching you anything? Because Frank came and he, he wrecked them kids like super fast, and you've had more training than him. Yeah, I was kind of like, uh, all right, but do what you got to do to move story along. So after that, I assume they just became buddies, and then Frank yeah. learned a little bit more. Yeah, Frank. Frank's no longer round eye anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, flash forward, uh, Frank is older, and he's standing there next to Tanaka, and they're looking at a picture of um, Tanaka's son. So he passed, and we have no idea how. Um. And I assume he went and joined the military, and then no, before he went in the military, I think is that's when he said that I want you to train me. Or yeah, was it? Was it, he asked him when they were there looking at the photo of of his son, which I I felt like that was a kind of an asshole move on Frank's part. His, his he's mourning for his son, and Frank's just like, so um, uh, what do we do about training from now on? And I was like, damn. I thought it was more of a um his son was training to fight in the Kumite. Yeah. His dad's too old. So since his son's not there anymore, and Frank was like, you know what? Um I'm sorry, but why don't you let me do it? Because that's when Tanaka was like, No, you you gotta be uh, Japanese or whatever. Yeah, he's like, You are not Japanese. You are not a Tanaka. Yeah. Frank's just like he told me to keep an open mind and trying to flip all his teachings on him. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, must have worked. And he was like, ah, all right. So then you're getting that big old montage of him uh, training, which I did like, man. But I, don't, I didn't understand. I assume maybe it was for pain to fight the pain when uh, he oh, had him, <laughs> him just getting his ass beat. <laughs> that and when he <laughs> tied up his hands and his legs and just 
like put him on those pulleys and just was like trying to pull him apart. <laughs> and then he like got strong and <laughs> broke one of the trees or whatever that thing was. <laughs> I was I was waiting for him to start kicking the tree, but that was blood uh, kickboxer. Yeah, he does get confused because he he does the same. I think the same thing. Yeah, in, no uh, dancing in this one. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that whole montage of him training, Tanaka's training him on just just be ready and just how to get your ass beat and take the pain. And then he was teaching him how to fight blindly. I mean, fight, I don't know, fight with your feelings or the force or whatever. But So um, this was all just flashbacks in his head. Because then he goes to see uh, Tanaka. Oh, before all that, he was um, he like he's an army captain, and he mm-hmm. he knew he was getting gonna go to the Kumite, so he basically just escaped. I mean, like went AWOL. But then I was thinking, if this thing is secret and illegal, how did the higher ups in the military find out about it? I don't know the same way the <laughs> the reporter found out about it. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty loose on the rules, but well, because I mean, they, when we get to the hotel, you just got all these fighters just hanging out. So I'm assuming follow them where they're going. Because <laughs> um, he does the the he sneaks off and runs away, and then he they military go chasing him. They know he's going to Hong Kong. They know he's going to go fight in the Kumite. They were just basically trying to tell him, no, you can't go. Um, but he goes to see Tanaka. And I assume Tanaka was just dying of old age because then he was like, are you awake? Are you tired? Or are you all right? And he goes, I'm always tired. I'm old. So <laughs> kind of just got his blessing. All right, I'm going to Hong Kong and I'm going to fight. And all right, don't 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 make me look bad. Have at it. So. He goes to Hong Kong, he gets there, yeah, meets up in this nice fancy hotel, meets, um, what was his name? Victor Lin, uh, Ken Siu, or whatever his name, and then he finds out that, I guess that's their little chauffeur or whatever, and then he he meets um, Ogre, Uh, Ogre, that's all I see, everybody. Um, Jackson. Yeah, Ray Jackson, he he meets him. (laughs) Oh, that video game that we're playing, I can't remember what it was called. That was one of the games that we grew up playing. Games so piss me off. <laughs> uh, it, it was just a joystick and a button. <laughs> there was that one, then there was another one that was just two joysticks. I hated yeah, that one. <laughs> that's the one that pissed me because it, it, on the, the frame of the screen, it tells you which way to move the joysticks to do all the moves. And it would never like work that way. Yeah, because it, it just the wear and tear of doing those joysticks. And, and you're obviously supposed to do them like softly, but when you're into the game and getting on, man, you're just with all your strength. I mean, you'd be standing <laughs> there sweating playing that game. And it just, the wear and tear of it. And then, yeah, it just doesn't work. <laughs> so, because um, we wore out the one at 7 Eleven. I remember when he brought it in. So we got to play it right when it was brand new and it worked. But as it went on and everyone was playing it, and then, yeah, it, it didn't work good. But anyway. So, yeah, he meets Jackson, um, and they kind of see the other fighters, and then there's a big old montage of them getting the the kumite ready, setting up the the decorations and cleaning up the, the mats and all that. And then it just then it kind of gets into it. 
They show up, they get there, they see all the fighters, and then we get the montage. Oh, no, before all that, um, there was a montage of all the different uh, styles of, of fighting. Well, what was the little, the little black guy with the monkey style or something? Well, you know, watching it now, kind of uh, racist. Exactly. <laughs> all right. All right, everybody. Um, I saw it in a black theater. When I say black theater, it's it was the neighborhood. I mean, you, you got your good neighbor, you got your good neighborhoods and your bad neighborhoods. And but it was it was the it was quote unquote the black theater, where they talk to the screen. They don't. I don't know if they do that anymore. But <laughs> oh man, when that happened, they were going off. <laughs> just what the fuck? And what's this little? Went- when he was jumping around or when he karate chopped coconuts and shit like that. All of that. When they during the montage and when we actually saw him fight in the Kumite, they were going off. Like, oh man, look at this. Inward and in, with the A, not the ER. <laughs> I've ever sitting there laughing at everybody's comments through the whole thing. But anyway, yeah, I don't uh, if that's a real style, all right, but yeah, I don't know if they can. That'll fly today. Um, I like that, but I did like that style. I thought that was cool when he was uh, rolling around, jumping around like a little monkey. But then there was the other dude. I don't. I assume he was from the Middle East. I think the guy that had that held his hands in front of him. And uh, uh, I don't know I think, what style. I think that was. I need to look it up. Somebody told me that was uh, Tong Po with hair. That was him? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta look it up. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, I guess I'd have to look up Kickboxer. <laughs> um, I... Sorry, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, gotta, I, gotta make, I gotta make sure. Um, and then the, the other dude that's uh, that has the same style with the slick back hair? That that dude's in uh, Blood In, Blood Out. That was him, huh? Well, he's in Bloodsport. Who is he? He's Who the guy you're talking about. The the guy that holds his hands out. The, That's the him? Boy time. Yeah, that, that gets his leg broken later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that... Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Learn something new, everyone. I didn't know that. Um, did we do that? Kickboxer already? Not yet. We. All right. I would have remembered us talking about the dance scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's coming, everyone. I don't know when, but that one's coming. <laughs> but yeah, I liked that one. I mean, he 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 played him out uh, later in the scene, but I just liked that style, the way he went out there with his hands, but then whoosh, kicking and everything. And and it goes to that montage of them fighting. Oh uh, no, the when everybody was warming up, there was one. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It, everyone was like training and the, and they were doing it. But then there was one scene in that montage where a guy was actually fighting like a little illegal fight club out in the woods. It looked like around the jungle or something because he was beating the hell out of some dude. Mm-hmm. And all those guys were standing around cheering. But um, I, the, all, for all the montages they had in this, I liked all of them. I mean, yeah. just yeah, I thought it was cool. But the music, I just. I still don't like that song. <laughs> I just, shout out to whoever did that song, but I just never liked it. But yeah, we get that. Uh, all the fighters 
um, their montage and all their different styles, and then they all show up uh, to the Kumite yeah, hotel meetup, and then we finally get to it. But when they get there, um, the I assume they were well, they weren't the referees. They were because they were sitting up on that table with the guy that was running the whole thing. They told um, Frank that, hey, you you can't, you're you're not Tanaka, you're not in the Tanaka clan, and he's like, yeah, I am, and they go, then they showed her, what was that called, the Death Touch called, the Dim Mock, yeah, they asked him to to show him that, so he did it, and what it was, it was a big old stack of bricks, but I think it was like about four or five of them, but they wanted him to break the bottom one, so he just did his move, hit the top, but the bottom break, the bottom brick was broke. And all the other ones were fine. Jackson just was going a little. He was like his hype man. He was just a little <laughs> too hyped <laughs> every time. So what? They were like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he was the only one that like went overboard every time he said something. But yeah, everybody else was like, oh, I guess he does know Tanaka. Yeah. So <laughs> like we see that all the time. But Jackson was like, yeah. <laughs> Like, well, he's one of those guys. I know him. He's my buddy, like, type of guy. So then we get in, we start, we get into the, to the Kumite. Um, couple fights. Uh, finally, um, uh, Chung Lee fights first, right? Before he, before Frank does? Uh, yeah. Because he gets up there and fucking bull. He's still big. I've seen, um, pictures of him in videos of, like, recent stuff, and he's, I think he's 75 now. I remember looking up to see how old he was, but he's still better shaped than me. And yeah, I, I, I know uh, not only is he a martial artist, uh, he grew up uh, bodybuilding too. That's why he's so big. Yeah, he was hella big. He was fucking big in uh, Enter the Dragon. <laughs> he, he was big, I think, but he was like a little more toned up and cut in this. Mm-hmm. He even looked, he was a badass in... Um, uh, not double team, double impact. Yeah. That one. He, he was he, good now. Does he? Does he do coke or something? What's with the the sniffing and? I don't know. Does the little thing where he puts his thumb up to his nose and he sniffs and he does it in double impact too. I'm like, I, yeah. well, maybe doing, I don't know. <laughs> doing a little sniffle here and there. What are you doing, man? He got the little coke hole <laughs> up in his nasal <laughs> passages. Yeah, he gets in there and he's got the kicks and the punches and everything, but he, he was just more brute force mm-hmm. <laughs> on what he was doing to these guys. Because, yeah, he took that fool out hella fast. And then we get uh, Van Damme. He goes in there and, and does what he does. Is he a gymnast? Before, I mean, as well as a martial artist? I thought he was. A, I know he was a kickboxer, like professional. And if you watch Breaking, uh, they led you to believe that he's a dancer because he was in there with his little tight romper. <laughs> I mean, you do what you got to do, boys and girls, to be in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would be dancing on the side in a romper. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe if I had a body like Van Damme. <laughs> uh, he brings that romper back a couple times. Yeah, he does. What was it? Uh, no, same dance moves. <laughs> Kickboxing. What was the one he? What's the one where he's like doing underground fights? Is that uh, Lionheart? 
Yeah, I, I yeah, was he, thinking, that. I was he thinking wears, the West. <laughs> he wears a. He probably wears a romper in that one too. I don't know. <laughs> probably like in his contract, we got to sneak in the romper every time. <laughs> yeah, because once it all get, gets going, yeah, Bolo or uh, Chong Lee, he kicks ass, and then um, um, the fuck. Frank, he kicks yeah. ass, and, <laughs> and then um, beats uh, Chung Lee's record, which pisses him off. Yeah, and then he was uh, uh, Jackson was really going, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh man, shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Whoa, that's the best ever. Oh, I know him and whatever he, the hell he, he does. He, he's American, so he's got to be like super loud and. It just make us look bad, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, carrying around his six pack of beer, drinking and wearing his uh, Harley Davidson gear and whatever else they try to give him. Yeah, but I mean, it it was it was cool. I mean, <laughs> for for what it was, it was hella fast. I mean, Chung Lee hardly he had lines in it, but it was like minimal. Maybe he said. Two, maybe three lines other than bricks don't hit back. Stole that from Bruce Lee for Man of the Dragon when he did the death touch. And then the lines he did at the end, you're next. And whatever he said, whatever that word was when he tapped out or whatever. Uh, Mate. Yeah. I was like, ugh. But uh, they, other than them, when they show them three fighting, I mean, we get we get the montage of everybody else. And the winner, I mean, and there's this is total underground stuff. It's in in the back alleys of Hong Kong in some warehouse, I assume. But I guess whoever knows about it must go because there's a bunch of people in there, like street people in there gambling. How many guys were in this Kumite, do you think? Uh, They kind of made it seem like there was like 30 or 40 people. Yeah. It seemed like it took days. Yeah, because a lot of these fighters, I mean, you, you see them. You've seen them in other films. I mean, not the ones that were, like, up front. I mean, the ones that were they during montages when you see them fighting. You've seen them because uh, I recognize some of the other faces uh, of them being in other one of the billion martial arts films. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like when Jackson gets up there and starts fighting. Yeah, just I like he just rolls up there in his sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have done. But that first dude, he fights, man. He's fighting another white guy, and that fool goes in there and starts kicking uh, Jackson's ass, kicks him in the face. And then once blood starts coming out of his nose, Jackson gets mad and ah grabs that fool by the top of his head and then just gives him a hammer fist right to, right to the nose. <laughs> and he falls down. And that's it for him. But then he walks over and starts pointing at Chun Li. Yeah, you're next, pal. Or I want you. Or I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and he's trying to trying to pump the crowd up. Jackson, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love what I loved about this. The other thing that I loved about this is how the the mat that they're fighting on was nice and white. In the beginning, but by the end of the movie, there's just it's all bloody and dirty and, and everything. But yeah, so those guys uh, fight. Um, 
more uh this and chong lee comes up and fights again and the they were saying that he's a champ and victor was, or uh yeah was it victor lee or whatever he's the one telling them that yeah this guy's never been beat before he won last year and because uh, he had killed someone before and uh and jackson's just like ah, i can ah, i could take him no nah, no problem but we see um uh, frank's kind of these did they everyone's different fighters Frank's more of all right. He's gonna go uh, with his teachings on be focused. Don't just be a brute like Jackson. You go out there. Jackson's just a street or a bar fighter. Just just a big dude. You guys know who Ogre is. He just goes in there and just kicks ass and yeah. that's it. When when you first get introduced to him, they they make it seem like he's a boxer, but yeah, he, he does no boxing. Mm mm. Because uh, when Chong Lee, I guess um, Frank fought first, and then Jackson, and now Chong Lee's fighting. I'm watching this, everyone. Because when he fights this fool, man, he that guy runs up to him, does a couple kits, kicks, and then Chong Lee just grabs him, kind of gets him in a little headlock, holds his hand up, everyone's cheering, and they just push, knocks him out, and then he pushes him, throws him out of the ring. I loved how he always tried to hype everyone up, just throwing his hands in there and bringing his fists up and down. <laughs> I always thought that was cool. Is this a, is that the fight where like everybody's cheering? He tells everybody calm down, quiet. Yeah, down, and then he hits him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. This is the Frank was got into it with this um this dude at the hotel. Uh, Hassan. Yeah, he was trying. He was he trying. To he get- didn't. He didn't look Middle Eastern. No, he did not at all. <laughs> this guy looks Filipino. He looks like my friend Don. Then he's Filipino. But anyway, he was trying to uh, get Janice, basically just grab her and take her up the room and rape her, I guess. I mean, I yeah, assume that, that was that's, his intent. That's, that's what they were going to do. <laughs> yeah, so, because Frank ends up uh, taking her. But, well, they, he got into it and he would, look, He Frank had like a coin or something. You can grab this out of my hand, you can have her. And that guy does it, but he doesn't. And then Frank, all right, I guess I'm a taker. So anyway, that guy was mad at him. So now they're getting ready to get to get up there and fight. And he's got like a gold tooth and he thinks he's all rough and tough. And then he <laughs> he like he, he kicks his ass hella fast because once they start, Van Damme just grabs him, starts giving him the chops and then just whap, gives him that kick. Because <clears throat> then when he uh that dude when he fought and that okay this is the the scene when he uh, knocked that dude out hella fast and it was the the quickest knockout or whatever but he like hardly ever did anything to him he he just gave him a couple chops he didn't really do much to him and then when that guy was laying on his back Frank had him up and he was getting ready to knock him out and then he just kind of just threw his head back but then he he got all pissed off and got up and uh, tried to grab Frank, and then Frank turns around, gives him an elbow to the jaw, and then he goes falling down and gets knocked out. Hit him so hard, knocked his gold tooth out, because I did like this part when that guy that cleans the, the mat walks up, wipes the blood, gets that gold tooth, bites it, and then puts it in his pocket. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is real. I'm about to come up. <laughs> yeah. So after that, we get a big, a big montage of everyone fighting all the other uh, fighters in it and all this um, is cool there's one guy in it 
Um, he was, I don't know his name, but he was the dude in, if you guys seen um, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, the the dude that uh, broke, I think it's him. It looks just, it looks like him. He's the dude that broke Bruce Lee's back in, in the movie, Jason Scott Lee. So, I mean, because he, he was one of those dudes that I'd recognize. He didn't get no speaking parts in this film. Uh, yeah, we get the little uh, little black guy with the monkey style flipping <sighs> and flying all over, all over the ring. Yeah, we get this dumb song that I hate, uh, Fight to Survive, or whatever the hell it is. But um, I, I liked it. It's it's funny uh, watching this the way he's jumping around because he's he's got the 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 low the low end. I think if you just gave him kicks, because it's like everyone's trying to punch him. I'm like, he's too low. Just kick him. Because then that guy beats one dude. He jumps on his back and just kicks his ass. And then we get these other two guys just start running in and just kicking. The the martial arts choreography in this is just top notch. I mean, these guys are all the real deal. Um, I, yeah, that does, well, no, what's his name? The Tong Po guy. Mm -hmm. Did he... They put stuff on his face, right? For the move for a kickboxer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause that, that doesn't look like his face. Because they, they show him in there. He's just kicking fool's ass. He got one guy just kept kicking him in the nose with his knee. So that guy's done. But then he picks him up. And then we show Jackson. He grabs some dude and just throws him off the mat into the sand. And he's done. Uh, and then we get uh, Frank. Kicking some guys, some hairy dude with hairy chest, kicking his ass, and we get Chung Lee kicking fools off the mat, flexing his chest muscles, and everyone's cheering. <laughs> and then uh, earlier in the film, two uh, they weren't FBI, were the F- FBI guys? Were they? There's it says here they are CID, criminal investigative something. What is it? United States Army Criminal Investigation Division. So they're like special agents for the military. Yeah. Uh, Forrest Whitaker and Norman Burton, uh, Rollins and Helmer. They already, like, I don't know how they found out. We didn't really want to go into that. But they, they, they're they ones that are the ones searching for Frank over in Hong Kong. So they go looking. They know, no, they didn't know where he was because they went to the police and they were like the the local uh, Hong Kong police and they're like, oh, we don't, we don't know. Of course they know. I mean, they're probably getting paid off not to stop it. So anyway, they were like, well, can you just tell your guys we're looking for Frank Dukes and if they see him, let them know. So that that guy comes up to them while they're sitting there eating and tells them, all right, uh, he's in town. He's staying at the whatever whatever hotel. So that's when they go over there. Uh, Helmer and, and Rollins go over there and try to uh, get Frank, and he's just sitting in the lobby, hanging out, drinking beers with um, with Ogre. Uh, so real that, quick, um, did you catch the little kind of racist joke when they left the, the where they were eating? When he threw the food to the dog, and he said, "Here, have some of you." Oh, I didn't catch <laughs> that. Different times. Like, different I was times. like, oh. <laughs> different times, everybody. Um, yeah, so they were they were going to get him, the, the two officers, but they even pulled out their big, giant, old-school 80s tasers. Uh, 
And then Ogre jumps up and knocks both of them down, and Franks goes running. And then it's just this dumb chase through the streets of Hong Kong. You ever see the the thing they someone made with the Mentos commercial? Wait, what? I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> um, Frank's just playing with him. He's just running and laughing, having a good time, stopping and letting them catch up and then running away. And this was kind of pointless. <laughs> so, but yeah, they end up running. They, he runs to the pier and they go running across these boats and then they fall in the water and Frank gets away. Yeah. Uh, but then Frank meets up with Janice. Uh, they're having dinner, finds out she's a reporter and he's trying to, or she's trying to get into there. I need to see this. I need to write this story. Obviously, they can't keep secrets in this about this illegal secret kumite because if the police know what's going on and the military knows what's going on and this little blonde reporter knows how to, knows what's happening. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> they end up talking just, yeah, sweeten the, uh, he sweet and talking her. She's sweet talking him. But she, I knew what she was doing. She was just trying to get him to get her into the Kumite and you do mm-hmm. whatever you got to do to get that story. So she ends up giving it up and Van Damme, Frank smashes her. And then you get a nice little shot of uh, Van Damme's butt as he's putting his spankies back on. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still trying to tell him, come on, just let me get in. He's like, nah, this ain't the place for you and, and I'm out of here. So she's all ready, and um, he goes to to the Kumite. He's checking in. Uh, uh, Ogre is trying to do the the death touch to the to the bricks, but doesn't do it. And some some stupid just comedy. But while they're standing there, uh, some uh, guy in a suit comes up. Just some dude that's high, big big money guy in there. He comes up to Dukes. All right, good luck. And then he turns around, and Janice is standing there. So she hustled this fool to get in. So she's in the Kumite now, getting more fighting. Um, <clears throat> another quick, uh, the Tung Po guy, he's fighting the dude from Dragon. I, Tung Po, what, what is he? I, I'm just going by what it, uh, the writing or whatever on his shorts. And I assume it's, Middle Eastern. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I thought he was like um, not Italian. Um, you talking about the guy that gets his leg broke? Yeah, Tung Po, that dude. <laughs> uh, he, he was kicking ass in this. He looks like think, he's Italian or something. I think in the movie he was supposed to be South American, maybe Brazilian or something. I don't know. But he's he's whooping this fool's ass, man. He's giving him the knees and the elbows uh, and everything. And then he just bah, just clocks him in the head, and then he, he goes down. The next one, Van Damme is kicking ass. Um, I, I, I always think he's a gymnast because of the, the stretching and, and the, the high kicks, like really, really high kicks. But... Other than the the splits that he does, they do a lot of slow motion during this fight. So he ends up beating the shit out of this dude, and everyone's all hyped. And we get Chong Li fighting some other dude. Chong Li's this kind of like a boxing match because they're just throwing punches at each other. But then Chong Li just gets up and whoops this fool's ass. Um, yeah, I don't I, I don't know where 
these people are from. But he ends up uh, jacking that fool up because he, he breaks that guy's leg. Because when he gets him, uh, he slams him to the ground, and then he just, that guy's laying there. He walks up and bah, just snaps his leg, and you see mm-hmm. the bone the bone sticking out. And then he's just hyping up the crowd. Uh, Dukes gets back in there, and he's fighting another dude. Uh, I say they, they really connect because during the slow motion shots, I mean, you see them hit, and you see the the force of their, like other skin when he's getting hit. So you know they're obviously hitting each other. Other than is when the scenes when they show him going fast, they're probably missing. But is this the one where they're doing kicks back and forth to the body? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the dude from Blood In Blood Out. He's the guy. What uh, scene? What you really know him from? The the guy that gets strangled to death in the church. That's him. Yeah. Van Damme, well, the Van Damme is short, <laughs> so uh, that guy in real life was like a Muay Thai uh, fighter, for real. Okay, so. that was um, what's his name, bro? Well, we'll get into that movie. We'll yeah. get to it. <laughs> uh, and you're you're right. I looked it up along with uh, Shotokan karate and kickboxing. He was a bodybuilder and he took up ballet at sixteen. Van Damme? Yeah. Okay. So I'm assuming that's where he gets all that stretching and splits and <laughs> this this fight right here when Van Damme's fighting this black guy, I don't know what what style this fool was trying to do, but he tried to like uh intimidate him and make mm-hmm. him scared. He's pointing at him and doing the I'm gonna kill you with the slice of the throat. Mm-hmm. And the Van Damme, he didn't even that guy's flexing on him, he ain't even tripping. And he just whoosh, kicks him, <laughs> gives him a swipe, kicks him in the head, does a roll, jumps up, bah, kicks him front kick, and then kicks him out of the ring. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> then this next one, this one was funny. We get the little um, the little black guy with the monkey style fighting that big, tall uh, Chinese guy or whatever. And he's just jumping all over the place, and that big dude's just swinging at him. And uh, runs between his legs, and it's like he can't even do anything. So he jumps up. He a little guy jumps up, hits him in the head, but then he jumps up, basically like right into his arms. Yeah. And then that guy just squeezes him <laughs> and knocks him out, and then yeah, that that's the end of him. But I did like how when uh, the black guy tried to run up and give him uh, a kick uh, with both knees, but just like <laughs> fell backwards. <laughs> Once he got a hold of him, he tried to chop him in the neck, but nah, it was too late. He just kind of just, I mean, he didn't choke him out. He just he broke his back. I guess. Because, <laughs> yeah, after he did that, he fall, He just fell down. Next, we get Chung Lee uh, beating some white dude down. Yeah, th- this one, I like this fight because it was hella fast, and he just beats the hell out of him. And then once Chung Lee grabs his arm, and then it's all in slow motion, and he just jumps up and bah, gives him the knee. Looks like it broke his nose because blood's coming out. He gets knocked out. Van Damme's fighting the big, uh, tall Chinese dude that was fighting the little um, Asian guy, the little uh, monkey guy. And he was, Van Damme was just kicking the shit out of this guy, but what, nothing was happening. He was just kind of taking those kicks and those punches and just stepping back. And what I loved about this fight was, is when uh, he like kind of drops down and just gives him a straight palm to the chest. 
or to like kind of like yeah center of his chest and kind of knocks the wind out of him he tried to kick him too but that guy grabbed uh, his leg and then drug him because then he did the splits because yeah everything he was throwing at him wasn't doing it when he was trying to give him kicks that big tall guy was just throwing his shoulder into it and blocking it but then he tried to do the the bear hug but then van damme gives him the a headbutt and then the left and right hits with the head (laughs) like he broke his nose because then he's all dazed yeah this is when he hits him in the stomach and then he goes down and then he goes down and hits him in the balls and then he just falls over is this the scene where he does a slow motion van damme scream yeah when he hit when he uh (laughs) straight palms him to the stomach because that guy kind of lost his breath for a minute then he steps back and recuperates himself he goes running at Van Damme. He tries to grab him. It's all in slow motion, but then he just bah, punches him right in the balls, and then that fool goes down, and that's the end of him. Gives him the, the Johnny Cage special. <laughs> yeah. Then the next fight, we get Jackson and uh, Chung Lee fighting. And uh, Jackson is just like, uh, yeah, it's all right, man. I can beat his ass. And uh, Frank is trying to tell him, you need to watch out for that. I think it was his right leg or left leg, whatever it was. Watch out for it. It's deadly. He's like, ah, nah, I can take him. I got it, man. Don't worry about it. Just hyping himself up. Because he gets in there. Uh, Chung Lee does some stuff, but that doesn't really phase him. But then uh, Jackson starts just giving him just punches. And then uh, the he does the, the, the two hands together, swing, chop, or whatever, and uh, knocks him <laughs> down. And he should have just kept punching him. Because uh, Chung Lee falls down, but he starts turning around. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. I got him. And, he, and he's just yelling and hooting, trying to hype up the crowd. And Frank is telling him, dude, finish him. But then too late, Chung Lee jumps up and just starts kicking ass. Kicks him in the balls, kicks him in the head. He falls down. And then he just walks up and then stomps. Uh, I assume he stomped him in the head. because. Yeah. When, <laughs> It's all slow motion and poosh, he stops him in the head. Most gives the most evilest look too while he's doing it. <laughs> yeah. Stops him in his head. Yeah, you see blood coming out of his forehead and out of his mouth. And he's laying there knocked out. And then he takes uh, his little Harley Davidson headband. And uh, you see Frank going, oh, no. He's screaming and all that. And then Chong Lee's hyping him up. Next, we're in the hospital. Frank's alive. Or, um, Ogre's alive. And then he just, all right, uh, I'll beat him, I promise, uh, and all that shit. Um, Janice is trying to get him. No, you can't do it. You can't do it. You're, you're gonna, he's going to kill you. What are you doing? No, just basically trying to kill him, tell him not to do it. But he's like, I got to do it now. Even Victor was telling him, dude, you can't do this, man. You're, you're going to die. He's like, nope, I got to do it. I got to do it for, um, for Tanaka, his sensei, and I got to do it for Ogre. Jackson. He's over. Yeah, then Janice is like, she pushed out and goes and tells the cops uh, that all this is going on. And it's, uh, but the cops already know this is happening. Yeah. So, yeah, we get a montage of uh, Van Damme kind of just cruising around Hong Kong and he sees Frank or um, sees Ogre uh, just thinking about him. And then he does does, uh, some more. Some more training, some more uh, meditation, I guess, because you see him doing the splits on some big cement block. I, I like the I like the scene where he's riding on the bus and the music's playing. 
and he uh, he, he sees uh, Chung Lee in the reflection staring yeah. at him. I do like this scenery shot wherever he is he's up high and you can see the all of Hong Kong and the the bay and everything so he goes up he gears up goes back down to the thing the the two um, CID guys or whatever and the Hong Kong police I assume he's the the chief he's telling them look come on you're you're not going to do this fight but then he, he basically tells them look um. Uh, let me just finish this fight, and and then I'll go home with you guys. But the Hong Kong police, they try to try to stop him. He ends up just kicking the shit out of the officers. So assaulting police in a, in another country, I'm sure that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> but one one thing I always wish they did was explain why is he so important to the military. I. I don't know. <laughs> is he like some kind of lethal assassin or something, or does does he know like government secrets, or they just send these like special agents to arrest him? And um, they usually don't they don't do that for people that go AWOL. No, I mean they're not gonna travel all the way around the world yeah. to to catch one guy. But I don't know, maybe he knows something that. They can't let the secret get out. So, yeah, after he beats up all the cops, uh, those two dudes uh, pull out their little stun guns again, and they, they, they shoot him, but he grabs, like, a garbage can lid or something. <sighs> <laughs> and they reflect off and hit uh, two of the other officers, and they end up getting shocked. Yeah, I don't know if it works that way. <laughs> yeah. And that uh, police chief or whoever it was was about to kill him. Or uh, fight him, but then the the two other guys stopped him, and they're like, "Okay, Frank, man, you just uh, go in there and win, and then uh, when we're done, we're going home." So I was like, "All right." So he goes in, lets them know what he's doing, and then this is the the final round. This is this is it. The tournament is over. This is the final match of the Kumite. Uh, they get it all ready. No, no, no. It, it, it's not ready yet because he fights. Uh, uh, Tong Po or whatever his name is in this because I like this part because when he goes up and he's holding up his fists in front of him trying to get the fist bump mm-hmm. but he does he does the trick and bah. <laughs> um, that that is that's poor sportsmanship because um, <laughs> some of those fools do do that when they're in the octagon fighting <laughs> but sometimes it backfires because yeah when that, when he went to Frank went to get a touch fists that fool kicks him and then bah, gets him with an elbow and then drops uh, uh, Frank. He goes down. And, uh, yeah, he's just tongue po. Yeah, he's all ready and he's hyped up. He goes in to try to kick him. Van Dam kind of leg locks him and drops him to the ground. And it looks like a weak leg lock, but he falls. <laughs> he jumps back up and then they start fighting again. And uh, Janice, I assume, I don't know who she's with. She, or she's sitting by the cops, so... Yeah. All right. Yeah, really quick. They just let these uh, CID guys in. I mean, I, I don't know. I assume they just let anybody into this thing. <laughs> at, at this point, I think it's just whoever wants to come watch. Yeah, if you're in the area, come on. You got the money. Come on in. <laughs> it's, so it, it's the last fight. Why not come in? Because she's sitting there. Uh, with the cops, and uh, this is when they start kicking each other. I like this part. 
because they're just bah, kicking the hell out of each other in the ribs. And these look like they were connecting. Um, maybe not hard, but they were because when they when the the foots hit uh, each other's body, you see the ripples in it. Because yeah, there's a slow motion part, and he's just bah, bah, kicking him in the ribs. Then he does a spin kick and kicks uh, kicks him in the neck, and then he goes down. And that's pretty much it for him. I assume he knocked him out, and that was it. Yeah, Van Dam was funny though when they were cha- uh, exchanging kicks. He was just like, "Yeah, yeah, come on." <laughs> yeah, so it's time for uh, Chung Lee to get up there and do his final fight. He's—I don't know who this guy's fighting, but he's beating the shit out of him. But that guy was holding his own, man. He was giving them kicks and punches too, as well. But Chung Lee just uh, overpowered him, gave him a front kick. He goes down, and then that's when uh, he grabs him, chops him in the leg, and then. Just blah, he just pushes him down and knocks him down. And this is when he, he grabs him, punches him in the ribs, grabs him in the back of the head, and then like throat punches him, throws him to the ground. He goes down to the ground on top of him, gives him an elbow to the face to keep him there. And this is when he gets up, holds the back of his head, and then I assume just knocked him out. Looks like he just punched him in the nose or maybe between the eyes. And then he snaps his neck. And then that was it. Because the ref and all those guys come up and he checks him and they find out he's dead. And then um, I assume everyone starts to pay respects because like the whole place mm-hmm. goes quiet and they all start turning around facing the, the, that little statue. But Chung Lee's just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I like how he tries to make the, the ref hold his hand up. Yeah, like I ain't holding your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everyone kind of just a moment of silence. Uh, all the bets are being made. Uh, the the main guy that's running the whole thing, like fix the fix the the mat or whatever, because then they uh, they drop the centerpiece, so it's excuse me, so the the, the ends of it are kind of facing up, so it's like a slant now. So they're both getting ready to fight. Whoever's uh, Chung Lee's little uh, assistant sticks a um, Wikipedia said it was a salt pill. Mm-hmm. So he sticks it in his belt and then they go in there and then they start to go at it. This is the final match. And Chung Lee, well, the, the, the few lines that he says, he comes up to him and uh, he looks at uh, Frank's and then he tells him, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I'm waiting for him to say. Uh, what he says, he goes, you break my record, now I break you. Like I break your friend. And then he points down to his knee. He's got uh, um, Ogre's Harley Davidson headband on his knee. Yeah, and then he does the nose snot thing. <laughs> Cleans out the coke. Last night's coke. <laughs> and then they start to fight. That's what I thought the the pills were. (laughs) Maybe he was like crushing up the pills and doing something with them. Uh, I don't know. This kind of tripped me out. Why was the ref? Why did the ref have to stay on the mat the whole time? He could have been did his job from the ground or around. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, it's full contact. Obviously, if you die, you just die. So I don't I don't know what rules he's enforcing. Yeah. But I did like this though because they they kept using the ref in the way because um 
uh, Chung Lee, he grabs a ref and throws him in, in front of Frank. And then uh, Frank jumps up and then just kind of steps off of his back and does a, a flying kick. <laughs> you clearly missed. And he looks like he kicked um, Chung Lee in the throat, but he goes down. But Van Dam, the nice guy he is, he helps the ref back up. And then they start fighting and kicking each other. And Van Dam's kicking him to the head. Chung Lee's just shaking it all off. Whap, whap, whap. Two more kicks to the face. Nope. Straight kick. Chun Lee just goes down. See, when you're kicking him, he's a big dude. And that's like probably like kicking a wall. Because that's he's way bigger than Van Dam. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend said she met uh, Van Dam once. He was getting on an airplane. And uh say she was like five ten or whatever. And she was saying that well they, she said Van Dam was drunk and he was an asshole. Yeah, but, uh, I've heard a lot about that. <laughs> he said he, she goes, he's short and small. She goes, I could beat him up. I'm like, oh, I'm scared of you. But uh, I wouldn't want to feel these kicks. So everyone's hooting and hollering and cheering on Frank. And he's just kicking the shit out of uh, Chung Lee. He starts giving him all those kicks, but then Chung Lee starts to come back and starts just dropping him with those fists. So he's laying in there. Again, ref getting in the way. So Chung Lee starts coming back because he gives him some straight kicks and then the slow motion starts, kicks him in the in the gut hella hard and like throws him across the mat. But then he jumps up and then they start fighting again. What else the thing I liked about this is um after he uh well when Chung Lee was finally getting his ass beat because he gets knocked down, uh he takes that little pill and grinds it up in his hand and then it didn't look like he threw it in his face because it, it looks like it's just a mist. Yeah. <laughs> He's And really, would it be like a powder? Because it's in his waistband and he's all sweaty and shit and felt like he'd crush it up, just be like stuck to his hand. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously he's really strong, but uh, getting that pill, unless it's one of those little soft pills, and then he, because he grinds it up pretty much to a powder, because then he throws it in the air, basically in Frank's face, and he's standing there with his eyes wide open, and then it goes in it, and then he acts like he can't see, because after, because uh, it doesn't, it doesn't take effect that fast, because after he throws it in the air and it, and it gets in his eyes, he kind of grabs Chung Lee and gives him a few uh, knocks to the stomach, and then he falls down. But then this is when Frank starts not, can't see anymore. All right, I didn't get this. But the, the way the camera is, it's kind of all blurry. But you can still kind of see if that's the vision he's got. <laughs> but then he's like looking around like he can't see and then just starts throwing punches at nothing. And, and missing, and this is when Chung Lee comes up behind him and just blah, blah, starts fucking him up, uh, giving him chops to the neck and to the ear. Because then he, uh, Frank goes down, and Chung Lee's trying to get him. Frank's still just, he, uh, the, the way he looks, the, the expressions on his face from like he can't see. His, his mouth is open, his eyes are hella wide. He, uh, Chung Lee knocks him down. 
But then he does an ogre. Instead of finishing him, he starts walking around hyping up the crowd. He's got to give Van Damme time to do his emotional cry. And then <laughs> his cry turns into him getting angry. and Because ah! while he's on the ground, Chun Lee just kicking him. Gives him uh, he's, he's on all fours and he just, just gives him a little soccer kick to the gut. And then he boots him to the side. And then he goes rolling down to the other side of the mat. And he's still standing there, ha, screaming, swinging at nothing. But then, <laughs> uh, his I assume his uh, his training kicked in because earlier in the film we we find uh, we see him training uh, blindfolded. So he like kind of compels himself, and then he just gets into it. You would it's all you, it's all in slow motion too. <laughs> yeah, you would have think his. Training would have kicked in immediately since he's yeah. been trained to fight blind. Maybe the adrenaline in him was uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> because he's standing there on his hands and knees in the middle of the mat, ah, screaming. But then you see him. All right, let me, let me calm down. He closes his eyes and then he does a flashback of uh, his training. He sees Tanaka showing him how to do it. They show him fighting. Um, with the the bend or the the headband or the he's blindfolded, and then he's kind of centers himself because then Chun Li comes up uh, and tries to, to hit him with a forearm, but uh, Van Dam catches it, grabs it, and then he kicks him in the in the gut. Jumps up, everyone's all hyped. Yeah, Janice has probably got to go change her underwear, but then he. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one hyped other than all the other people. The other two cops are just sitting there, the two DEA agents or DIE or whatever, IED, whatever you call them. Um, and he start, he gets up and he's, uh, Chun Lee throws the ref at Frank, but Frank stops, grabs him, feels him. All right, you're, you're the ref. And he kind of just pushes him out of the side up to the top of the, the mat. And then they're just kind of circling each other. Trying to feel feel each other out, and then this is when he he comes into strike. Chun Li just runs at him, and it's like he's getting ready to just give him some chops to the gut or whatever. But Frank whoosh, kicks him. Then he starts doing the uh, windmill kicks and missing uh, every time. I, I figured, well, it's all in slow motion, but he uh, Chun Li should have just went right in there and bah! He got him in the balls or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm just kind of like, why don't you just go to the left or right and get out yeah. the way? <laughs> yeah. And then why does he do a cartwheel or a, like a roll right under him for whatever reason? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tried to do the, what's the the green, yellow, orange guy or whatever in Street Fighter? Um, Blanca? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that roll. <laughs> but doesn't do anything. <laughs> but then he jumps up, and then um, Van Damme starts giving him the the spin kicks, and whoosh, finally kicks him a couple times in the face. But Chun Li doesn't go down. Then he finally gives him like a, a third one. Uh, blood's coming out of his mouth. Looks like he's knocked out because he's all dazed. Like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And then Chun Li goes down, and then uh, he's laying on his stomach. And Frank uh, grabs him by the neck, say it, and trying to act like he's all blind. Say it, he keeps telling him. And, and then finally, Chun Li says, It's M A T, Mate, or? Yeah, he says, Mate. 
Yeah, and oh. so yeah, he that he beat him. He takes uh, Frank's uh, um, ogre's little Harley Davidson headband off of uh, off of his knee, and everyone's yeah cheering. Chun Li's just laying there, beat to hell. <laughs> so he wins, and then that's it. He assume gets a trophy or whatever. <laughs> I think he gets uh, his own sword. Oh, yeah, he gets the yeah his own little what they call this the something sword. Um, some Japanese word. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it. Um, is this? Kumite always in Hong Kong, or is it uh, bounce all over the world? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, if uh, it yeah. even happened, <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it didn't. <laughs> so, and does this Frank Duke guy really look like Van Dam? I don't know. Give us a good movie. Yeah, so he gets his sword. He's all ready. He goes to the hospital to see uh, Ogre, and he's all happy. Yeah. And Ogre's like, hell yeah. And then he's like, well, till next time. And uh, maybe you and I will go up against each other. And I assume um, <laughs> uh, Frank brought in beer because Ogre's laying in the, still in the hospital, laying in bed, drinking beer. <laughs> so... Uh, they basically just say we love each other and all that and then we go to the airport and Frank gets on a plane and flies back home and uh, I assume he's getting a court martial I don't know something yeah. something so big has to, to military, happen military prison or something yeah something has to happen but uh, they're all happy they're all friends I assume they're all friends but uh, they're getting on the plane and then Janice stays so uh, and then we get the end with that dumb song. Uh says, this motion picture is based upon true events with the life of Frank W. Dukes. But we just found out that that's bullshit. Um, in 1975 to 1980, Frank W. Dukes fought 320 t- 329 <laughs> matches. He retired undefeated as world heavyweight full contact Kumite champion. Um, okay. Uh, what else does this say? Come on. Must be slow readers in this. Uh, there was more to this, but it's taken forever for it to change. Oh, here we go. Mr. Duke still holds four world records. Fastest knockout, 3.2 seconds. Fastest punch with a, with a knockout, 0.12 seconds. Fastest kick with a knockout, 72 miles per hour. Um, I don't know how they figured that out, but all right. Uh, most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament, 56. And uh, subsequently, Mr. Dukes found the first American uh, ninjutsu system, Dukes Ryu. Okay. And I think that's it. Yeah, I'm that's looking it. Up. I'm looking up his military background. (laughs) Contrary to claim to his claims, Dukes' military records obtained through freedom of information show that he never served overseas, that he was not given the Medal of Honor or any other award. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Then there's a whole thing about it. 
him talking about being in the Kumite and um, what does this say here? John Johnson reported he could find no evidence of Dukes' alleged teachers, Senzo Tiger Tanaka, in history books. Frank Dukes was the fight coordinator for this film. When Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast, Dukes announced that Van Damme wasn't nearly in good enough shape, but put him in put him through a three-month training program. Van Damme, a world championship martial artist in his own right, called it the hardest training of his life. <sighs> okay. <laughs> There's more and more and more in this uh, trivia, but... Um, all right. Uh, according to Frank Dukes, the character played by Donald Gibb was based on an ex-biker and a jujitsu uh, something. Uh, what jujitsu did he do? <laughs> I don't know. He just like he was a bar brawler. Yeah, he's doing like old school wrestling double axe handle moves, and that's it. I guess this uh, the guy that he based him off of was a guy named Richard Robinson. I don't I don't know who he is. Um in the movie Chun Lee defeats Jackson, they use the same camera angles and slow motion techniques that the Bruce Lee uses in Air of the Dragon. Every martial arts movie uses slow motion. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> um it says uh Bolo Young's character Chung Lee is from South Korea. Okay. Uh, do we need to know that? I guess not. But um yeah, everyone, we will be here all night if we go. There's a ton of uh, trivia for this film, and now uh, we can't go through all of it. But uh, we did find out that this movie was, well, Frank Dukes was bullshit <laughs> and everything. And uh, um, they can't keep secrets in Hong Kong about this illegal uh, Kumite tournament. And Yeah, I'm sure there's a Kumite. It's just Frank Dukes wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably just heard about it in some uh, some bar and then came up with the story. But uh, yeah, the guys that put made this film, uh, they obviously didn't do their research. But um, it, it was an awesome film, man. I, I loved it. The fighting and all that was there. Um, and it, it did good in the box office because I remember when we saw it, it was packed. We had to sit in the very front row. And uh, but it, it was cool, man, because everyone was hooting, hollering, and cheering, and, and and laughing at the little, the little black guy with the monkey style. But <laughs> I can't do that today, uh, in 2022, boys and girls. But this was directed by Newt Arnold. He was an American film director, and doesn't look like he did I think much. He did Cy- I think he did Cyborg. Um. Yeah, what else did he direct then? Assistant director on The Godfather Part 2 and 12 Angry Men. Uh, he only has three uh, directing credits. Bloodsport, Bloodthirst, and Hands of a Stranger. Yeah. Bloodthirst, that sounds like a horror film. What is that? Let me click on it. Uh, it's a horror film. A sex crime specialist from New York travels to the Philippines to help his friend, a Manila homicide detective, solve a series of murders. Bloodthirst. Looks like it has to do with vampires. This poster looks cool. 
I guess we'll have to find that one. Oh my god, this looks crazy. <laughs> he was in DC Cab. He was? Yeah, he had FBI chief. I don't remember. Oh, oh, um well they show what he there's no pictures of him. Hmm. Well, he's done a lot of good movies. I mean, or he's had his hands in them. Yeah. He's done all kinds of yeah, Blade Runner. Cheech and Chong's ex movie, The Jerk, Towering Inferno, uh, Goonies, War Games, The Abyss, Ladybugs. Is he still alive? Uh, He died in 2000. Coming to America. Damn, he's done hella shit. Yeah, this movie's awesome, everyone. If you got HBO Max, it is streaming on there. So, but yeah, Bloodsport. Late 80s classic, Van Damme classic. So, uh, what do we got next for the uh, action? We are going to jump to the early 90s with 1991's Stone Cold, starring the Boz, Brian Bosworth. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, dude. <laughs> 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 what the hell is this? Are you watching the Mentos thing? Yeah. You never seen this? No. <laughs> it's the whole scene when the, the two Asian guys are chasing uh, Frank, but it's got the Mentos. It fits there. perfectly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was perfect. Because when he's uh, sitting in that little uh, little cart thing or whatever and waves him up and then Mentos, the fresh maker. Oh my god, I never seen that. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Stone Cold with Brian Bosworth. Yeah. Uh, wasn't Lance Henriksen the? Yeah, he he is the evil leader of the biker gang. Yeah. Nineteen ninety one. I haven't seen that. Where's the? It's on YouTube. Oh okay. Well, all right. Uh, recommendation uh, for action. Uh, shit. I guess if you watch Bloodsport, you might as well watch uh, Kickboxer. They're pretty much the same movie. He yeah. goes to another country and he has to find someone to teach him so he can enter tournament, kind of, because he does some kickboxing. And then he fights Tong Po. <laughs> it's pretty much the same movie, except you don't get Van Damme dancing in Bloodsport. <laughs> All right, I'll give you an action movie. This is on Prime, and I think it's on Hulu as well. This is the 1995 uh, Academy Award winner, Nicolas Cage. Um, uh, what's his nuts? Sean Connery in The Rock. I have not seen this in forever. So if you got Prime, it's on there. And I think Hulu as well. But um, Was that Jerry Bruckheimer? Is he the one that did yeah. that one? Yeah. yeah. I always get him and Michael Bay mixed up. You know what? I got to look that up. It might be a Michael Bay. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't even look uh, to see. Pull it up real quick. For some reason, it pulled up The Rock. Not the movie The Rock. It is Michael Bay. Okay. 
I thought Jerry Bruckheimer had something. He probably produced it. He did. (laughs) Yeah. And Michael Bay says he will continue to work with Will Smith despite him slapping Chris Rock. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't... It's just going to slow... He's just going to kind of stay in the cut for a little while. He'll be back. But, I mean, you got to kind of question the Academy. I mean... He slapped somebody, 10-year ban, but they never banned, like, uh, uh, was it Roman Polanski or uh, the Weinstein guy? Uh, was it Harry Weinstein? Yeah, the, the, the one guy that was sexually whatever to damn near everybody. Yeah. That guy well, never got banned. Polanski won't ever. He can't come back to America because if he comes back, that's it. So... So I I don't think uh, he'll ever he'll ever come back, but um I don't know. Supposedly everybody they're all cool about it uh, as well as uh, Chris Rock, but Chris Rock's brother wants to beat uh, Will Smith's ass. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. We'll see where how far that goes. But Will, um, just leave your wife. Everything will be fine after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jada, I love you, but uh, yeah, come on. No more entanglements? Is that what she said? (laughs) Yeah, no more red table talk because you're destroying your family. Yeah, I I still don't understand why they had to do that to let everyone know about their business. They should have just kept that to themselves. I know we're we're fucking rambling, but did you see the (laughs) clip where she told him or she was on a red table talk saying she she never wanted to marry him and she cried down the aisle yeah well it's like she she married that money i guess i i I don't know rich people everyone but um speaking of michael bay did you see ambulance no not yet i liked it definitely uh, check that one out but another recommendation go see ambulance I thought it was pretty good. Did it need to be as long as it was? No, but it was still a good movie. I liked it. Just don't worry about the the story and everything. Just watch uh, the action. Basically, um, speed in an ambulance. Uh, okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it was still a good movie. Yeah, come back next week for Stone Cold. Uh, E-Society, uh, we got new episode out now as well as an Anchor episode to so go over and check that out. The Anchor, uh, Disease when I ran down the list, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies from worst to best from uh, ScreenRant.com. Uh, we didn't really agree with the number one movie, but yeah, yeah, whatever. It's Arnold. Um, definitely go over that. I won't tell you what it is. Go Definitely go over and listen to that. And yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know. I'm, it's late, everyone. But yeah, go over and <laughs> listen to all that. Go to the horror, not, yeah, the horrorreturns.com for everything else. So, till then, everyone, just be safe out there. Keep your hands to yourself and party on. And be good to each other. Peace.